Welcome to College Football Roundtable, your source for college football coverage, including major storylines, playoffs, can't miss game previews, and picks each week. Join your hosts, Dan, Rob, and Jordan at the roundtable for a show unlike anything else. As for Football presents the College Football Roundtable. What's up, everybody? Another insane week of college football. Upsets everywhere. If you are a fan, unless you're a fan of certain teams, you're probably a little bit disgruntled this week. Uh, (laughs) People took some lumps, and it is okay because it's college football. What's up, Trash Talkers? Welcome to the College Football Roundtable, where if you prefer Ring Knocker Radio, I'm Rob, the Angry Colonel, joined by Jordan in Atlanta, Dano, Icabesa in coastal Connecticut, and James from Brigade Review out of Oklahoma. Dan, if you could lead us off, let's talk about Service Academy results from last week. Yeah, man, what a great week this was. Army is 4-0, and one of just 26 unbeaten teams in the nation. They beat Miami of Ohio 23-10. to Navy lost to Houston 28-20. They're now 0-3. But Navy fans, the mid showed some uh, signs of life on offense, especially in the first half and especially on fullback runs up the middle. In the second half, however, Houston remembered that they are Houston, scoring 21 <laughs> points to Navy's three, uh, coming from behind with a pretty confident victory. Finally, Air Force is 3-1. and one. They beat the hell out of Florida Atlantic 31-7. I thought the game would be closer than that, but, you know, that's all good. Uh, Coast Guard Academy lost to Anna Maria at Parents Weekend 29-24. Overall record of 2-2. Two and two. That sucks. Let's bring up all the parents just to get smoked. And finally, <laughs> the Merchant Marine Academy, second game in a row that they won 56-7. They are now 3-0. and oh. That looks like a good team. Bottom line, Army and Air Force are rolling right now. Navy looked respectable for the first time all season, but not respectable enough to get a win. I don't know what to tell you, Navy fans. I hate it for you. Do you, though? Do you really hate it for them? I do not. No, it's kind of funny, actually. Especially (laughs) after uh, Army sucked for so long. Yeah, I I guess I I should... Go ahead. Go ahead. It's just, you know, people are always going to have their their favorites, their likes or dislikes, and there's always going to be the the in-house or in-conference rivalry. And uh, you know what? As long as Navy keeps losing, uh, I'm not going to cry about it. So I guess I should go through the Commander-in-Chief's trophy status, even though nobody played, so there's still no change. Bottom line, whoever wins Army Air Force in Dallas, Texas, is going to take the trophy home. Army will, at a minimum, retain because they will have split and they have it now. Or Air Force will win it outright with a win over Army. So that game in Dallas, Texas, that is the Commander-in-Chief's trophy game at this point. And in terms of other uh, service academy rivalry, I think it's November 13th is the Secretary's Cup between uh, the Merchant Marine Academy and Coast Guard Academy. So uh, coming in on a month away from that as well. Always a fun game. Yeah. And, and again, the Coast, again, you want to go to, you want to go to the Coast Guard Academy because it's much, much nicer location. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to the top 10. Uh, James, let's go ahead and run down all these upsets because this has been insane. This, yeah. This, love it. Well, Wild week. So uh, number four, Oklahoma gets the win on a last second field goal uh, against the Mountaineers of West Virginia. Uh, Their starting quarterback and and Heisman hopeful Spencer Rattler uh, got booed and his backup's name got chanted during the game. So it wasn't pretty here in Norman. Uh, Number 16, Arkansas uh, beats number seven, Texas A&M. You know, A&M has... It came into the season with a lot of uh, uh, momentum. Quarterback got hurt, and they just have not looked the same since. And Arkansas gets some uh, some high votes there. 
uh, in this week's poll. Unranked NC State beats number nine Clemson, becomes the, the highest ranked ACC team. Love to see it. <laughs> Love to see the turnover. This is like the first year that Clemson's not going to make the, the, the playoff since the first playoff. So absolutely love to see that. Uh, number 12, Notre Dame has a fourth quarter for the ages against number 18, Wisconsin, uh, and just completely decimates them late in that game. Uh, that uh, interesting fact, if you didn't watch the game, they mentioned it about uh, 800 times. Brian Kelly, now the winningest coach in Notre Dame uh, football history, passing the great new uh, Rockney. Um, and as he said, the coach with the most wins never to have a national championship. So uh, I, I think he, his head screwed on straight, uh, but congrats for him. Uh, unranked Baylor uh, becomes ranked, beats number 14, Iowa State, handing them their second loss of the season. Unranked Georgia Tech beats North Carolina. And now the three biggest ACC frontrunners coming into the year all have two losses. North Carolina, Miami, and Clemson are all two lost teams. The ACC is in shambles right now. Uh, number 23, Auburn, gets the help from the refs and beats Georgia State at the end <laughs> in, in Auburn, Alabama. Man, there were some shady calls going on there on that last drive. Uh, and they squeak out the win. I think they jumped one spot just because everybody else was losing. Uh, and then finally, Oklahoma State beats Kansas State, who is ranked 25. Uh, and Oklahoma State, uh, who is still undefeated, um, is uh, looking good for the Bedlam series. So with all that, your new top 10. Uh, staying at number one is Alabama, Georgia, number two. Picking up two first-place votes, though. Uh, two more first place votes, I should say. Oregon uh, now number three, uh, still four and zero undefeated. Penn State jumps from six to four after beating Villanova. Uh, the Hawkeyes, Iowa, stay at number five. Uh, they get jumped by Penn State uh, because they had a a pretty shady uh, win. I'm forgetting who they were playing. Oh, it was uh, Colorado State. They had, uh, they struggled with quite a bit. Oklahoma falls from four to six after their close one with West Virginia. Cincinnati moves up a spot. Bearcats taking the number seven. Razorbacks Wu Pig at number eight. Fighting Irish, number nine, still 4-0. And the only team in the top ten with a loss, the Florida Gators with a loss to Alabama, the number one team, uh, after kicking the crap out of Tennessee, which you'll love to see. Sorry, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to defend the volunteers this week. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Tennessee canceled their Army game. I don't know if we mentioned that on this podcast, uh, but we're not too happy about it. And we love to see Florida run it up uh, late in that game. So that, there's your top 10. Other notables, uh, Ohio State falls outside the top 10 this week. Uh, uh, the, yeah, yep, the team, uh, Blue Pants, who lives rent-free in Rob's brain, moving from 19 to 14. Uh, who else we got? We have, uh, obviously, you know, we'll note Cincinnati is the lone G5 school in the top 10 moving up. Uh, also, BYU, a G5 school at 13. AM fall all the way to 15th, uh, somehow still ahead of Coastal Carolina at 16. Fresno coming off that amazing uh, quarterback performance last week by Jake Hayner uh, gets a win against, uh, I forget who they were playing, but they played on Friday night and they move up to 18th. Uh, and Wake Forest, 24th, now 4 0, future Army opponent. And Clemson somehow still ranked 25th with a loss to NC State. Saw a lot of consternation on Twitter about that one. Texas has one loss, and they're outside the top 25. Their one loss is Arkansas. Yet somehow 2-2 two and two Clemson is ranked at 25. So uh, yeah, maybe some pre preseason bias uh, still in the AP voters' minds there. 
the teams that dropped out this week, Iowa State with their second loss, should have been Clemson as well, but they were not. Uh, Wisconsin drops out after the embarrassing fourth quarter. North Carolina's gone, and so is K-State after their loss to uh, Oklahoma State. So there's your new top ten. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of running down because of all the different changes this week. I mean, it, it's it's nice. It's always one of these crazy years, and you're going to see like one of the ridiculous like App State Michigan upsets somewhere else in the season as well. I think that's just it, it's just going to happen. It's going to be one of those years in college football. But let's talk about the games this week, and we'll kick it over to Jordan. Thanks, Rob. Uh, Army travels to Ball State late, uh, 5 p.m. kickoff Saturday night. Uh, it will be on ESPN Plus. Uh, and that shows that ESPN Disney does not think that this is going to be a good game. It might be a good game. We'll see what happens. Uh, weirdest time ever. You know, usually it's noon, 3.30, and then 7.30, or, or 4 and 7.30. Um, 5 is weird. Either way, uh, putting Army on ESPN Plus, sprint football at Navy is 1 p.m. on Saturday as well. And Army is currently a 6.5-point favorite. I think I saw it at 7.5 a little earlier. So kind of all over the place. But Army did come out as the favorite. Navy hosts the University of Central Florida uh, Saturday at 3.30 p.m. on CBS Sports. UCF is favored by 15 and a half. Something to be mindful of, you know, UCF uh, quarterback Dylan Gabriel broke his clavicle against Louisville Ouch. on the last play of the game. So he is out and they have a they will be starting their backup quarterback who has yet to play a game. So um, not saying Navy is going to win, but it might be an interesting game. Air Force is at New Mexico. They're a 10.5-point favorite, as has been the case most of the season. The Zoomies are on Fox Sports 2, starting at 6.30 Eastern. And then a couple conference games uh, that should really be interesting this week. Uh, Virginia's at Miami, Thursday at 7.30. Game of the week is number 8 Arkansas at number 2 Georgia. Who would have thought Arkansas would be the game of the week? But here we are. Uh, number 14, Michigan is at Wisconsin. Louisville is at number 24, Wake Forest, number seven, Cincinnati, and number nine, Notre Dame play. Really kind of a prove-it game for both teams. And, you know, we talked about earlier uh, on the other show that kind of whoever wins this game might be who, who gets into the college football playoff. Because if you're going to make a case to have a non-Power 5 team right now, it's Cincinnati or Notre Dame and, you know, head-to-head -head victory. You would think that that would give the committee the edge, but... Committee hates America, so we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> number 12, Ole Miss, is at number one, Alabama. Lane Train coming to town. Uh, 22, 21, Baylor takes on 19, Oklahoma State. Boston College travels to number, number 25, Clemson. And Arizona State is at number 20, UCLA. So, Shout out to uh, Boston College. You know, we don't normally think of New England college football, but they're a pretty good team this year. I think yeah, they might knock off the old uh, Clemson since they have started Clemsoning, as Rob would say. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, they probably got some pretty flakes, man. They're going to be ready for, for uh, the miracle again of that long pass. Weekly Locks. So, uh, I think interesting matchups this week, and we'll get into them. But uh, let's get to picks and trap games of the week. James, could you give us the scoreboard review, if you don't mind? Yeah, you got it. So last week, Dan hit with uh, Notre Dame-Wisconsin over 46 and a half. I think Notre Dame probably scored that many in the fourth quarter alone. Uh, but missed with Houston minus 20. Navy's offense came out, and uh, it looked good at times. Houston, Navy's defense, though, did a phenomenal job at keeping Houston only 28 points. Uh, Jordan had one pick last week. It was Notre Dame by five and a half. 
uh, did that and a lot more. So Jordan gets a plus one there after Dan's split. And uh, Rob hits with Arkansas plus five and a half. Arkansas wins outright. He also had Stan, uh, Stanford uh, plus five in the huck, uh, but Stanford loses by about double that. Uh, so Rob gets the split. So the final scores after last weekend, Dan uh, still plus two units. Jordan is minus one and Rob coming in even. With that being said, opportunity, two more opportunities to go up uh, this weekend. Uh, Dan, who do you have? I have Arkansas plus 18 and a half at Georgia. It seems impossible that the Razorbacks would win this game, but I do think it's going to be close. I definitely do not think that Arkansas has played this well all through the entire season to suddenly go in there and just melt in Georgia. Uh, could be wrong, but I've taken the Razorbacks plus all those points. Also, Louisville at Wake Forest over 60 and a half. Both these teams have really good offenses. I find it, you know, Louisville could drop 60 points just by themselves. So uh, taking that one. And finally, my trap game, not a pick, just an interesting game. Oklahoma at, at Kansas State. K-State is a good team, and the Sooners have a lot of drama. Could easily see this one just getting out of hand. Yeah, so all right, so we have uh, Arkansas plus 18 in the hook, and then over 60 and a half for Louisville Wake Forest. Wake Forest has that nasty uh, slow mesh offense. It could give Army troubles later in the year, and it's it's oh, looked yeah. really, really good. So um, definitely think that's a, a, a good possibility there. Uh, Jordan, what are your picks for the week? So I'm picking Wake Forest at 6.5 over Louisville. Uh, watch Louisville at UCF. Louisville played well, um, but I don't think they're a very disciplined team, and I just think Wake Forest is better than 6.5 points. So picking Wake Forest, and then trap game of the week, Boston College uh, at Clemson, 16.5. I know there's a lot of bias towards Clemson right now, but they have not been performing just quarterback issues, offense issues all over the place. Um, I, I think Boston College is a good football team. And, yeah, they're, they're, they're going into Death Valley, but I, I think they're going to keep it closer in 16 and a half if, if they don't get the upset. Okay, so we got Wake Forest minus six and a half. And the trap game, is that a pick for, for BC? It's just, it's just, just a, a fun- trap. Fun fact. Fair enough. Okay, so Jordan with one pick, Wake Forest minus six and a half. Uh, got to win by a touchdown. Rob, who do you got? All right, so for, first of all, I got to cover this because here's the thing. Trevor with the good hair, missing from Clemson, has been <laughs> the bane of their existence. So until their quarterback has some luscious locks, I think it's over for them. It's kind of like Samson and Delilah. They cut the hair off, and now they're losing. And, and, and Dabo's got some work to do because he's going he's gonna to have to try and turn it around. Uh, during the stretch and the rest of the, the ACC season and hopefully get a respectable bowl game. But he is not going to the natty this year, folks. Now, on to my picks. So I, I had to dive in on this, and, and I'm going to continue to hate on the Blue Pants. So it's Blue Pants versus Wisconsin. They kick off Saturday at noon. The Badgers are favored by a minus 187. So how are you 4-0 going into Camp Randall Stadium and you're still the underdog to a losing team? That shows you that the sports writers either give you no respect or they're just holding on and waiting like everybody else in the country is for the wheels to come off the wagon at some point for old blue pants. However, that being said, watch some of the Michigan game this weekend. Their offense does look pretty potent and they're running very, very well. It's just a matter of, you know, if you can stack the line enough and get them in trouble and they are forced to pass, I think that's going to change the dynamics for their team because they focus so hard on the run. 
But the bottom line is, like, I'm not going to take the line on the game. I am, like, about to throw my coffee up because I'm about to say this. But I think the Wolverines will cover or potentially win outright against Wisconsin. I think it's going to be a good game. I think anything at Camp Randall Stadium will be exciting. So I think it'll be it'll be a fun one to watch either way. Hey, hey, give me one second. One second, Rob. You can, you can move on to your trap game. But, but I, just give me one second. Go ahead, Rob. So I got to say – I, I agree with you. I thought that was a good pick. Yeah. And then the trap game, of course, is Georgia and Arkansas. Georgia good. Is Arkansas better? That's the real question that we have to ask. If Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Go blue, baby. Oh, oh my goodness. Waits until they're 4-0 to whip that thing out. Now yeah. we know. Of, of course. <laughs> you know, and, and your three friends for preventing you from wearing it all season, pride, dignity, respect. We'll I'm move. wearing that every weekend. <laughs> But the trap game, I think Georgia and Arkansas is going to be an interesting one to watch. Uh, if I was a betting man, I probably wouldn't put money on this game for sure, just because it's going to be too close. And I think uh, Georgia's had some quarterback problems uh, with some injuries. And so I think their second stringer may be in there, may not be. I don't. I haven't seen the injury report. But uh, the Razorbacks are on a roll, and they have already beat uh, Texas A&M uh, two out of the last three years. And so going into Georgia, the only advantage really is they're in between the hedges, right? So if you're in between the hedges playing against a solid Georgia team, chances are you're not going to do well. But I think this is a game to watch for sure. And so we got we got blue pants uh, plus nine and a half. And are you are you taking uh, the trap game pick, or is that just just for fun? Oh, that that one's just for fun. I think that's okay. That's a game to watch. Now, I'm going to have to give a shout-out to Trigger Joe because I actually picked his team. He's beating me up. Uh, you know, like, hey, man, like, keep keep talking about the Big Ten and, and Jim Harbaugh. It's like, well, we kind of don't have a choice. Because, when <laughs> you know, well, when you look at the landscape of the Big Ten right now, you know, Michigan is winning. They're in the driver's seat. So their fate is in their own hands. And that's kind of the way that you want to see it in college football. You win and you're in, you know. Don't leave it to sports writers or social media folks or people that are watching the games. Just beat everybody. If you're 13 and 0, it's kind of a foregone conclusion. Well, if you're outside of the Power Five, or you know, if you're outside of the Power Five, you got some work to do. But if you're in the Power Five and you run the table, I think that that's the way to go. But uh, yeah, that's it for this week, folks. It's college football roundtable and ring knocker radio. And we are out. Thanks for listening to the AskForFootball.com College Football Roundtable. Join the Ask for Football team for our next episode as we bring you more hot takes and college football analysis. We would like to thank our sponsor at Emblem Athletic. Be your own hero for your unit or team today. You can find us at AskForFootball.com and on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon at AskForFootball.